Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. <laughs> we slum it hard so you don't have to. very still and so you were making a face like <laughs> so you this, thought I, froze? And I was like i was like crap did it <laughs> okay so uh cop rock can what songs now that we've talked about it what what bands or songs do you feel like uh embody Cop it's rock. probably a lot that are like hey, ho, hey, ho, hey, ho. <laughs> see here's the first thing i thought of with armed service rock is uh let the bodies hit the floor okay yeah Be- now and and i because I remember thematically he- it kind of matches what they're going for too you know right but like i i remember seeing uh Again, it was an, it was in a podcast, and they were talking about this this leaked. Um, it was s- somebody in not basic. It was like whatever's right after basic. Um, uh, that that like C? the uh, C plus plus. Sure, uh, it was it was the in some training video that that the somebody had put together a, a like a a montage thing, and they had that song. That was the, the backdrop soundtrack, and it was For like a military thing. Yeah, and it was like, hey, look how look how to use like these guns and stuff, and like the the sergeant was like was like standing there going, cool. yeah, and and like this one guy was like, dude, this is not cool at all. Like it's a little, it's a little on the nose, guys. <laughs> but so like the idea of like I'm gonna listen to pump up music, right? But like it's it's one thing when it's like pump up music to like to go play football or whatever. Yeah. Right. When I'm walking onto the football field, but it's like pump up music when I'm going to go. And hopefully try to murder a bunch of people. Yeah. Maybe not murder yes. legally, kill, but you know, kill, kill the people. enemy. And so then, then exactly. I feel like it's, it's really problematic when, if you're talking about, you know, policing, because oftentimes we want our military <laughs> to go destroy the enemy. Yeah, like the but goal, but it's very rare. That the we goal want. of the military is to, whether you like it or not, is potentially to kill people. Right. And the goal, in my opinion, of the police should not be that. I believe it's that to protect and serve. Less that would be a less than ideal outcome. Protect. So yeah, it's in. But first, ironically, serve. when you say when you say pump up music, yeah, the first thing that came to mind and what I used to listen to when I was like going for a new. Max going for a job a interview or whatever going for a job <laughs> no, interview like dwight freaking, when i was freaking lifting dude and getting my gains <laughs> okay uh, yeah was was rage against the machine and i love the idea yeah. of somebody in the military it's like so it's like such a so opposed to what they're going for you know 
no, someone no, in the had... military or a cop listening to Rage Against the Machine yes. as yes. they're getting as they are like participating and being a part of the machine, you know? Yes, li- the literal machine. We, we yeah. there's some some someone in our group who is um a I believe someone in our group who is a veteran was commenting on the very thing that you just said and it was literally rage against the machine that they were like oh wow you know military guys going i just realized what the song is <laughs> yeah and he's like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're the machine bro that's hilarious like it's right there in the name well i know but like if you're dumb and you're like i just it is kind of crazy, I mean, like, but it is, it's like a very naive standpoint to assume that like what it's, what you're singing against and what you're angry against is just whoever your own personal enemy happens to be that you can like adapt it to your own viewpoints, even though it's like very clearly rage against the machine, yeah. especially like a lot of angry music is just angry at like whatever the world. Right. And that's, and they're doing that on purpose. Like, yeah, they want it to be like. A catch-all. <laughs> yes, exactly. We want anyone who's people. angry about anything. Yeah. To, to because like there are a thing. lot of angry people who also join the military, and we want to have music for them too. You know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of other. Um, okay. So like, let the bodies hit the floor. So it is like harder stuff, probably. Oh, it has to be. Yes. Oh. Or or like disturbed type stuff. Yeah. Actually, I'm now I'm do you remember in the it must have been in the early 2000s. I think it was the army was who was the band that was u- being used in a bunch of army recruiting commercials. Godsmack. Oh yeah. It was Godsmack. <laughs> that might be the reason I have all of this in my brain. Like all the the association might come back all Maybe the way back so. to Maybe so. Yeah. Just from seeing those commercials, the army commercials. What was the song? That, what song was it that was like? Oh, crap. Are you googling it? Yeah, Godsmack Army commercial. Okay, here, let's see here. Oh, here. Gosh, that's I'll, weird. I'll uh, I'll share my screen so we can get some audio. Oh, you have to enable screen sharing for me. Okay. So it says United States Navy commercial 2001 to 2005. Navy. Interesting. Yeah. You can sell the seven seas. Dude, I wanted to be a Navy SEAL so bad. <laughs> I had a, my neighbor, uh, we hit, we did hero reports when I was in some junior high grade and my hero, I did mine on David Robinson, obviously. One of the most admirable basketball players of our day. He did his on like his cousin who was a Navy SEAL and he came in and Whoa. talked to us and told us all about Hell Week and all that stuff. And it was Whoa. like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> when you're oh, in, I think man. it was ninth grade, I think. Holy like, crap. Oh, man. Dude, if I was in ninth grade and somebody brought Navy SEALs to yeah. school, it's I'd our be like, real Navy SEAL. Cause they are like freaking legit. And also, like, you kind of have to be a little bit unhinged. <laughs> to make it through right yeah like well unhinged is not the right word but you have to be like you have to have like insanely strong mental fortitude yes. as well as as well as physical yes 
I um just I, I'd say the the amount of like uh, maybe. Well, I don't want to speak for you. How much shame do you do you have for uh, watching all the Judge Judy episodes on YouTube? <laughs> hours and hours zero. of Judge Judy. I have oh, I have okay. shame about a lot of stuff, but I have zero shame about that. In fact, okay. I'm proud of that. I I'm I feel some shame for the amount of Navy Se- Navy Seal related things I've watched on YouTube. Well, you should feel shame for that because there are. I will say this: there are there are some guys, there are some guys on YouTube that's like, okay, they're exactly what you would think and what you would expect, but there are a lot of guys that are so unassuming. They look yeah. like well, again, because like I be... think like like in order to be a Navy SEAL, like you really have to be able to put your money where your mouth is, and that isn't always the people who look. Yeah, who, you know, who look I, like some of them look whatever. like freaking computer programmers. They look and yeah. dress like computer programmers, but they are like trained freaking killers. <laughs> yeah. Uh it is I've I've watched a bunch of well, not a bunch of interviews, but I've seen some interviews with that guy. He was one of the guys on the SEAL team that killed bin Laden, you know. Okay. And, and yeah, it's pretty fascinating. And I, I get like, I, I tend to fall on the side of like America is the bad guy in a lot of these things and they should stay out of other people's business a lot of times. And, and we glorify war way too much, but then also like, I can see the appeal of it at the same time. But also war is pretty badass, right? War is pretty badass, dude. pretty badass. (laughs) Like high five, right? Like, oh, oh, you remember Call of Duty? You want to do that in real life? And it's like, yeah, that's that's why that exists. Well, heck, even like the remember those the few the proud commercials like you can't tell me you didn't want to be a Marine. Like there's only a few of them and they're proud like they can cut up a freaking like they can play real life chess on this chessboard and slice the king in half, <laughs> oh, you know? Oh yeah, I remember that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. And then freaking this. Harry Potter totally ripped it off. Yeah, for sure. They absolutely Okay, did. here we go. Okay. Here's our here's our Navy commercial. <laughs> they're they're on an aircraft carrier. It's basically Top Gun. Liberty and the pursuit of all who threaten it. Yeah. Jeez. Navy, accelerate your life. Call 1-800-USA-NAVY. That's right. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of all who threaten it. What a a bastardization of that term. Yeah. Of all who threaten it. All who threaten it. But that is like when you're a freaking high school kid, like they're good at marketing, man. And you're like, man. Yeah, I want to fly an airplane off an aircraft carrier and go blow up people who are threatening my life and liberty. And wait a minute. And you're telling me that Godsmack is going to play in the background? (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. When do I get to meet Godsmack? That's my question. Okay, so here's a question. Like when the, do I get my AR fifteen and when do I exactly. meet God's back? That's those are the only two questions that matter. When do I get my assault rifle fifteen? 
we've we've been like we've been like intentionally i don't know it's it's funny because like we've you know you can probably tell of what of some of our general opinions about uh the police force in general are and stuff like that and we've been sort of joking around about it but they're definitely like there are a lot of people who are who very strongly support police officers and yet i still can't picture the term cop rock being used in any context that wasn't derogatory <laughs> <laughs> right like i can't picture sure. like an actual cop or whatever saying like oh yeah man i love cop rock yeah cop rock volume 1 <laughs> like it it sounds like it's only it's only derogatory i'm hoping that our viewer uh, adds to this conversation and has has something to say about the difference between butt rock and and like the uh, compared contrast, if you will, butt rock and cop rock. Maybe with yeah. specific songs, like this is definitely a butt rock song, but not a cop rock song, and this is definitely a. You know, I feel like it, kind of I thing. feel like, okay, well, I'm just going to, we're finally at that point in the conversation where we just Google cop rock and see what, see, <laughs> I know I told you at the beginning, I Googled it and it, it didn't come up in anything yeah, remotely in close to context. what I, yeah, the this way is I like, heard it. Used. This is like music directed towards police officers as in like stay safe out there type of stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I'm doing the best I did. Okay, so what do you is that think? What that song is? So I'm doing the best I ever did. I'm doing the best that I can. Is that what that song was? Don't go away. <laughs> I feel like Saliva is a is a cop rock band. <laughs> I can't even picture who they are. Oh, geez, what's a Saliva song? Um, That's a terrible name for a band. Well, it's disgusting, oh, right? That's so bad. And then when you it's not look even at disgusting them, in a good way, like Cannibal Corpse or like morbid, no. morbid yeah. fetus or whatever. Sepultura, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like okay, wait. It's like calling so your band lie, moist or something. <laughs> uh, your disease. Cl oh, click, click, boom, yeah. Click, click, boom. <laughs> yes, I forgot that's their song. <laughs> yes, which for some reason sounds a lot like pod to me but i do not like maybe it's because of how like i know too much about pod that they don't seem gosh it sounds exactly the same though it really does i mean it's interesting because i look at this video for click click boom and it's basically like it could easily be a leonard skinner video if they only showed the crowd it's basically just the newer version of Leonard Skinner, right? Like Southern rock, I guess. I don't, they don't sound Southern, they, but they, no, I but mean, that's what I'm saying. Vibe, like right. it's the same right. crowd, but it just evolved over time. Okay. How about like, and it on, and it honestly has like shades of insane clown posse. I feel like insane clown posse fans are what a lot of these fans would be if they were actually true to themselves. And insane clown posse fans are the, the juggalos are the only ones who are actually living their truest life, you know? Yeah. Okay. So like now that I'm thinking like, so 
maybe is, is cop rock a section of butt rock, right? It's like jeans. I think so. Pants. It's a subset, probably. Yes. Okay. So now I'm wondering in all of butt rock, which I'm still not a fan of that name and the definition. Yeah. But it's too vague. Going off of the going off of the definition that we've been presented of like new metal yeah just basically e. it, all of the all of the metal yeah now i'm wondering is is all of butt rock like like there's a there's a fence and it's either you're you're part of law enforcement or you are a criminal <laughs> <laughs> right like the the active fans the active fan yeah. base like you can't be you can't just be like a sensible you have to be one or the being. other you have to be i sell okay drugs. so here's this is another this is kind of a tangent from that but i i think there's probably something to that but i also think that a lot of this music got like unfairly maligned too yeah that definitely like Some nickelback like i we've all made jokes about nickelback and oh nickelback's the worst and stuff like that who among and, us uh, whomst among us or Creed, for example, I actually Creed's a better example in my opinion because I actually think their music is a lot better than Nickelback's. And in fact, it's been funny because yeah, Scott Stapp is on TikTok, and he is he, yeah, this guy, this guy's TikTok went viral where he was doing karaoke for uh, it wasn't higher, it was one of the Creed songs, and he was just totally like getting into it and doing like his best Scott Stapp impression and stuff. <laughs> that's his name, right? Scott Stapp, the the lead singer of Creed. Stapp. I'm pretty Is sure that's it's either Stapp or Stamp. It's I not Stamp. Right. I think I think you're right. But he uh, he duetted it and was saying like, yeah, rock on and stuff. And you can tell that like he's they still have like a ton of genuine fans who are just like, yeah, Creed rocks. I don't care what anyone says. Yes. And I sure. kind of like I, I have more respect for that than somebody saying, oh, Creed, they're lame, you know. Well, because they're not hard rock enough because it it's it's. You're being more vulnerable to say, I like a thing. I genuinely like a thing. They kind of they kind of went the opposite direction of the bands we were talking about before, like even like Blink-182, they were a good example of like you know, the freaking jock, the popular kids started listening to Blink-182 and you're like, well, screw you. Crazy other way around where like it was really popular with everyone at first. Yeah, it kind of it was like instantly popular. And then That's everyone true. moved on and now it was no longer cool to like them, you know. I'm I'm slightly distracted since I mentioned Saliva because I instantly Googled Saliva band image okay. search. Uh-oh, and it was like and, <laughs> some gosh. medical device or something. No, no, it's all the band, but it's like, ugh. Oh, are they pretty nasty looking? They are, yes. Oh, dude, that guy. I know, I know. It's rough. It's never, like, it's usually not a good idea to wear sleeveless stuff, guys. Like, you should probably not, just have short sleeves, you know? Yeah, not, not with that shape, for sure. Yeah, like, when you um, put your arm up, like, nobody needs to see your armpits, you know? <laughs> um so i have a funny story i i i'm sure i've probably told this at, the, at we just all we do is repeat the same 
I think we have we all have the same. We are stories. three people with a finite number of experiences yeah. and knowledge. So yeah, and and very little new experiences in the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Which is a little bit depressing when you put it like that, but also very accurate. So, We've done nothing with our lives so since my we started sister, this podcast. My sister worked at Tower Records back when Dude. Tower Records was a thing, uh, yeah. and it was it was in a in a town outside of Los Angeles, and um, and uh, so every Cal. once in a while, yes, every once in a while they'd have bands come in and do like signings or whatever um and they i think they they hadn't been doing it for a while when my sister was working there and then everybody starts you know oh my gosh we're getting we're getting a band a band's coming today and she's like oh like she showed up and she was like oh so who is it and they're like we can't tell you because we're like the manager was afraid that the employees would tell all their friends and then it would, this was like like a riot. Yes. It was like, this was like early, early internet days where there were chat rooms and things, but it wasn't, wasn't what it is now, but yeah, you could, things would spread on the internet. Things would spread organically, but like slower than they spread now. Yes. So she's like, we're, yeah, they won't tell us. So then a couple hours later, (laughs) tour bus pulls up and my sister is in charge of, holding the door open for the band to walk in and not letting anybody else who might be back there come in. So I'm she's starting to remember open. this story. Really? Okay. Yeah. And saliva gets off the oh. tour bus and comes walking in. And that gross looking lead singer oh. walked right up like, like nose to nose with my sister. Cause they're walking. He had yeah. to, to like walk through the door. And he stops and he looks at her and he goes, he goes, what are you doing after? And she scoffed and, and rolled like, her eyes in his face. Good. And he, he was very angry. <laughs> yeah. He was very angry. <laughs> oh, dude. Her first reaction That's the was. the only <laughs> reasonable response to that man asking what uh, you're doing after the show. Oh, my gosh. But, but. But you're right, though, what you were saying earlier that like I've I've learned to have. Oh, no, no, no. Like growing up, you. You have the idea and especially when you think you're like some punk or whatever. You you get the idea for some reason. This is a very this is a very common sort of mindset that people don't realize they have, but just that it's not cool to just like anything, you know. It comes from like, or that the only, and and that's like, weirdly, the only thing that it's okay to feel passionately about is sports, you know? Right. Like, oh, if you're passionate about Star Wars, you're a nerd. And that, that nerdiness has sort of changed and become more accepted, but it's still like people look at you weird when you're passionate about your hobbies. And it's like, you should be passionate about the stuff you like, you know? Yeah. Yes. Well, I think. Okay, this is this is weird that I'm drawing this comparison, but what has happened is what had happened I'm a nerd, was I'm a nerd, I like a thing, and now I can find the group of people who also like that thing, and now I feel less nerdy because 
holy crap, there are thousands and thousands of people yeah. that like this weird anime thing that I'm into or whatever, right? So yeah. it's the same problem. Even like Dungeons and with, Dragons, like, yes. oh, I listen to this Dungeons and Dragons. Because like that was never cool when we were growing up. Right. And like right. if you're super into it, but now it's like, oh yeah, I listen to this podcast and I have this group that I play with remotely or whatever. And right. it's like, oh yeah, that's cool. Well, and also, I think also with the the internet like and just kind of like how pervasive it is that like there's all these like legitimate hollywood stars that have like like ongoing dungeon to dragons games have you yeah. been, have you heard about that <laughs> Which but i, I think wonder is so awesome <laughs> i wonder though i'm sure there's like a certain part of the D D community that is like very excited about that because it's bringing more awareness to it but i bet there are plenty of them that it felt just like we did and they're like, man, these jerks. Now they think now the cool kids are starting to play D and D. Like, they're not allowed to do that, you know? Yeah, I think. Yes, I see that. Like, but I don't know. I think with with D and D, it's like with D and D specifically, you can't. You can't like casually. I mean, I guess you can yeah. casually be into <laughs> it, but it's like the idea of sitting in a circle, like talking about yeah. oh now my character's gonna do this like but also it's you know? interesting too because D D inherently involves other human beings so like right. in a lot of ways it can't be this like like the stereotypical nerdy experience is like you're in your basement by yourself doing whatever you're doing and like <laughs> D D probably from its infancy forced you to interact with people who you probably were a little bit different from you know yeah like you i bet you i, I don't know there's probably like zoom D D things now but like yeah yeah but still but it's in the based 80s, around it was you like, and a bunch of other humans interacting you know yes in the 80s you had to find three other people or more yeah and you have to like coordinate your time you have like there's so there, <laughs> it it's like communal yeah and it there are aspects of it that have to be communal and um yeah that's literally i mean a lot of the game is based around cooperating too you right know? right um yeah that was how it, it's interesting too because you know in when you're in high school you think you can put people in these buckets but i remember i i was into magic when i was in junior high but i magic the gathering uh but i kind of got out of it just because I grew up and through childish things, obviously. And, uh, but I remember I got back into it briefly when I was in high school before I got into Pokemon. And I remember going to some Magic the Gathering game nights at the local card shop. And it was like kids from my high school, but it was not just like the, it was not the cross section that you were expecting necessarily. There were some of those, but then a lot of it was just like the jocks or the whatever, you know. Weird. Yeah. Well, I remember um I remember being very upset in I want to say this this must have been like 99 when this she was she was rich, she was pretty nice. and she yeah, I know. My language. She was rich and pretty and extremely popular. And I overheard her saying, look at this belt I got 
to her friend, look at this belt I got. Isn't this adorable? And it was a freaking studded, like a, yeah, yeah. like a classic punk, classic punk rock punk belt studded. And, and I was like, you gotta have a chain so for your wallet angry. and stuff. I'm so angry. Like that's yeah. like, no, that's not adorable. You it's badass. Yeah, exactly. First of all, it's only badass. <laughs> Second of all, you cannot wear it with your Britney Spears jeans. You yeah. can't wear it. Which is so sad because it's kind of like it's kind of like friendly fire when it's like part of the experience of being a nerd like that is being ostracized and you think like, oh, these a-holes don't like me because I'm different. But then you're <laughs> you turn around and do the same thing back to them because they're just different. And I know we're basically yeah. describing like every teen movie from the late 90s. Every human experience. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That's OK. I don't freaking care. If you don't know Gun Street Wiring Shop by now, you must be living in the dark ages. They are the premier hand-built wiring solution for all of your guitars. I have one in my Telecaster. I have a setup in there, five-way. It's great. have it in my Jazzmaster. It's amazing. I actually put it in my Epiphone Dot, brought the thing back to life. It's crazy. If you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product. And I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch Cole in the face. That's my guarantee. Check it out right now at GunStreetWiringShop.com. So who are some of who are your favorite bands that fall into the butt rock category oh geez this is good well okay what would where would you say uh limp biscuit falls they're definitely butt rock i would say okay but every band we're we're gonna say every band could be considered butt rock but i feel like they are one if you asked what is butt rock they would be near the top of the list (laughs) if somebody was explaining it okay but are they cop rock or are they oh, okay okay or I, are they oh, Limp biscuit probably i feel like i still don't have like a good grasp on what cop rock is necessarily but it's not even on the internet so guess what we get to define it right now yeah i feel like limp biscuits probably cop rock pretty soon cole pretty soon this episode is going to be on the internet we are defining cop rock right now <laughs> we are doing it it's pretty fascinating <laughs> do you like uh, Limp Biscuit though? Dude, I I I still get fired up with uh like a handful of their songs. I will not change it. I will like, you know what? I'm going to listen to that again. Yeah, yeah. Which ones? Like I'm trying to break, think I, I remember stuff. okay. I remember liking some Limp Biscuit songs, I think. Break Rolling. stuff is, uh, it's all about the he said she said that one. That's break stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roland is, Roland. I I didn't like Roland. <laughs> unapologetically awesome. It's like a freaking Kid Rock song almost. Yes. Oh, freaking Kid Rock, bro. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Kid Rock. <laughs> okay, I just listened to American Badass. Um like a week or two ago and i was like i have to listen to that again i i was so angry with myself for 
thoroughly enjoying that song. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I felt so conflicted about like loving it so much today. 43 year old yeah. me loving it. And then I was like, what is Mr. Eisenhower? <laughs> yes, exactly. Pandemic denier. <laughs> yes, exactly. COVID denier, high school teacher. Uh, yes. Oh, Swimming man, pool owning. Funny. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the songs because that is like a good experience. And I think people don't let themselves have that experience enough. Like they, if they're like listening to the radio and a song comes on that they actually like, but they don't want to admit it, you know, Creed would be up there for me. I'm sure. Cause I've, I've always liked them, but I I'm sure there are lots of, I'm sure there are Limp Biscuit songs that I would like rock out to and not turn off. You know, it's, it's funny because I'm thinking about Creed and I'm thinking like Creed definitely has some like really aggressive guitar stuff, but I don't yeah. associate anything about Creed with people who bullied me in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's they, because they're, yeah, like, they're because like he's mellower. so like soft. Like he's so like he's singing about sweet things. <laughs> that doesn't sound like somebody who's going to bully you. Yeah. Is it partially because they were not that like Christians aren't bullies, but was Creed <laughs> a Christian band? I mean, kind of like, like I think, I think I, what I remember hearing is this, but I think what pastor, that means, and it was very, I spiritual. think being a Christian band, the, the only real effect that has is that it makes it not cool for a lot of people to like them. Uh, it like maybe. automatically makes it less cool for some people to like them. You know, I I'm talking about the sound of like, yeah, totally. I know what you're like, saying. Like the attitude that, that Scott Stapp is bringing to the table is like it's not more aggressive. of a hippie vibe even though like yeah. all, everything the backdrop it's like closer to doing, it's closer to dave matthews than it is to yes even though it, uh, it does than it is to a limp biscuit yes even though there's all it like the the guitar and the drums are very yeah. aggressive all of the music is very new metal still but yeah that's wow interesting dave matthews but yeah, Kid Rock. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Dude. I liked a lot of I liked a lot of uh Oh crap, who's the band I'm thinking of? They were like super screamy. Um and I know that Screamo doesn't necessarily fit into this category, but it kind of does. Some of it does, right? Some yeah, some of it has to. Cause I know there's a lot of that stuff that I'm sure people oh, story of the year. They were like very poppy uh yeah. screamo. But I still I still really liked them. I'm sure, you know, past the point when it was cool to like them. It's interesting that that Thrice comes up in a list of Screamo bands. I, I know that's accurate, but it's still interesting to me. Yeah, no, same. Oh, Alexis on fire. I really liked them. Um, okay, so on the the butt rock lists, like I was seeing Lincoln Park on a lot of oh, lists. Okay, that's a great example because I I actually like a lot of Lincoln Park songs. 
Yeah, me too. In fact, I saw them live and they were really good. Yes, I did too. And I was like, they're doing, they're doing a great freaking job of like, yeah, doing what their album sounds like. Yeah, which is kind of, I mean, like, it's hard to tell with them how much, yeah, but they had a lot of live instruments. I mean, they have like the DJ guy, which in theory, it's hard to tell how much of that he's actually like creating it live and how much of it is, Yeah. yeah, how much of it is just like recorded or whatever. But yeah, they were, yeah, I remember liking, and in fact, I still love, uh, he did that, they did that mashup, what did they, oh, Crash Course. I think MTV did a couple of them, but that was the only one I ever heard of. With but Jay-Z? it was him and Jay, it was Jay-Z. Did, and like okay. the version of, the version of Numb that they do is so freaking good, dude. Yes. No, it's so, it's it is so good. So good. So it's one of the only ones I like the dirt off your shoulder. One is a little bit cheesy. It seems like there's another one I liked though, but the numb one is so good. Did, did, uh, did they do more than, did MTV do more than one of those? I felt like crash course was like a thing that they were doing like unplugged where they would get two bands that they were trying different genres, but maybe, yeah, but I don't know if that they ever actually did anymore. It was an MTV thing, wasn't it? I, I I think you're right. I, I remember seeing a, a video of uh Mike is it Sharoda? Mike Sharoda. the DJ guy. Maybe Crash Course isn't the right oh okay, the guy did he is he the one who died? No. Uh oh. Chester Copper Bennington. <laughs> Chester Bennington. Oh Mike Shinoda. Shinoda. Okay. I was Mike Sharona. Jeez. <laughs> um, so Mike Shinoda was saying that they. Oh, collision course. Collision, collision course. course. Maybe it okay. was just a single thing. Maybe I, maybe I thought it was something. But it was, I remember it was sp- sponsored by MTV. Um, yeah. For me, uh, so again, we're talking like early, early internet days. They had, um, Lincoln Park had put out um, a survey to their like the people on their fan email, and they were like, "Okay, and what you know other this bands?" Because you were on their fan email. No, I just saw a video of him talking about it. They because oh, okay. the person was saying, "How did you? How did this happen? How did you put this thing together?" And they said it started with we asked all our fans on our um, you know fan email whatever asking about uh, the Jay Z thing. They said, what other music are you into? What other artists are you into? And they cross-referenced it, the other bands that people said, and they're like, okay, first of all, who do we like and respect that's different than us? And then they were like, okay, who would it be cool to do like an actual, like a mashup, actual concert with? And then it was like, okay, so it's Jay-Z. Then they, then they invited people to a concert, not knowing that it was Jay-Z, Jay-Z was, as well. was going to be playing there. So the people that were invited that were people seems said, impossible because Jay-Z, maybe not at the time, but Jay-Z is so much bigger than Lincoln Park. That now he I would I would say he's way bigger. But at the time I don't think he was I mean, I think they were both very 
be. Yeah, they were both in their own right. But so, like, who is in this city and said, who is a Linkin Park fan who said that they're a Jay-Z fan? Hey, we want you to come out to this special show we're doing. And then Jay-Z walks out and all of the songs are (laughs) mashups. I I mean, you... I I know you've heard the songs, but have you watched like the 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 concert huh. footage? Oh, it's so. I bet fun it's amazing though. People are like losing their. Oh minds. yeah, I bet, dude. Can you imagine? Oh well, it's no, like any time, like... like that song that Rihanna sings with Eminem. Yeah. Uh, whenever he comes, because I don't the the videos, the live videos I've seen of that, it it seems like the people don't know that Eminem is actually there. And right. Like, I, th- I think he just shows up sporadically. Imagine going to a concert and then having it turn into an Eminem concert. Like, that would blow your mind if you like Eminem. Right. Well, okay, so here's another example. And even then, this like, Jay-Z was big enough. Like, even if I, if you went to a concert, you know, like, I'm trying to think of a good example now. But, like, if somebody who you don't even like that much that's that popular, it would yeah. still be, like, a huge thing, you know? Yeah, like totally. Kanye walks out, you'd be freaking out even if you don't like his music or whatever. So Lizzo uh, has okay. a song called Juice and yep. Harry Styles. And in my phone. That's the one. And Harry Styles covered yep. it. And, and did like an amazing freaking job yes, on it. Dude. It's like really, it's really so freaking good. good. It's so good that she was like, hey, do you want to come sing with me sometimes? And he does the, yeah. the thing that he he does the Eminem thing, and I've seen like uh, footage uh, footage Dude. of of concerts. So like you're at a Lizzo concert, you're a fan of Lizzo, and then freaking she's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Harry Styles." Oh, and the here's crowd, this other insanely popular, yes. famous person. Yes, musician. I'm a, here. I am a 14 year old girl seeing Lizzo, and oh now, my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, Harry Styles. Well, and I would think. Like the crossover between Lizzo and Harry Styles is relatively large too. Yeah. Yes. Like Jay Z and Lincoln Park is not an obvious. Like their fan bases don't seem True. to cross over in an obvious way. You know. Right. Which, which almost makes it cooler, honestly. Yes, for sure. But yeah, that's that's wild. I can't imagine the the Harry Styles version that he does is so good too. He's got so much freaking swag, that guy. <laughs> it's insane. Like, oh, and then man. he dresses. Now I just want to go listen to that. He dresses like Lincoln Park stuff. Yeah, dude. He he dresses like very strange and just freaking owns it. Like, dude. Yeah. Wow. Like, which is like that's a common like it's kind of androgynous, right? And I guess yeah, that's I- like a a relatively common thing for like rock stars to do. I guess you're right. It's, it's still... like, it's kind of like a throw, it, it is It's sort of like a, like a David Bowie kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Vibe. Right. It's like, like or, you said, it's like Prince. androgynous. It, it's like, like outlandish and androgynous, but he just, yeah. he see, he, he's like 100% confident. I don't think I could, I could yeah. not do that. I could not do that. Which it turns out that's kind of all you need a lot of times. <laughs> and that's why that's why neither of us will ever be famous or popular <laughs> i mean probably also the level of talent is 
a factor. No, I feel like I have the same amount of musical talent as Harry Styles. The (laughs) only thing that separates me from him is confidence. And maybe body style. Had his confidence. (laughs) Wait, say that again. Wouldn't it be awesome if you just like could like download his confidence into your brain? Yeah, dude. Like be who you it's are, a crazy. Be exactly who you are right now, but be yeah. that level of like, no, dude, I'm, I'm the man. And that's really what separates like somebody with no talent or ability who's confident, is kind of, a, a you know, a douchebag or whatever, and somebody with no confidence and some level of talent is just a normal person, I guess. But to have both of them, man. Or I guess a normal person is no talent and no confidence. <laughs> like it's a realistic view of your own talent and understanding that it is very low. Yeah. Hmm. I do love that... Uh that Rihanna song with Eminem. It is Rihanna, isn't it? What? No, not fire. What is it? Oh, it's fire. Uh, is it the I'm in love with the monster inside of my bed? I think so. It has fire in it, isn't it? Isn't it fire or burning? Burning or fire? Oh my gosh! People oh, are losing yeah, their minds right, right now. Oh, oh, it's love the way you lie. Okay, but where's the fire and burning? Am I completely off? Uh, Well, the video has a bunch of fire in it. Okay, whatever. I don't care. Oh, Monster is a song by Eminem that has, that features Rihanna, but that, okay, that is a different one. Yeah, love the way you lie. You know that one. Yes. Just gonna stand there. Watch you burn. I knew it. Oh, yeah, there you go. (laughs) I knew there was fire burning. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think we've done some real good here. (laughs) We talked about all the things that you expected us to talk about as an audience. I'm sure Aaron. (laughs) Damn it. I I really wish Aaron was here for... I know, because he does have a lot of opinions about music. You guys, he has a lot of opinions about the police. Yeah, that's it's maybe good that he wasn't here for that portion <laughs> of the discussion. <laughs> we were we we were doing a good job of keeping each other, you know, Relatively on task tame. a little bit. Yeah. We we would oh, also like man. to say once again, Cole and I respect our the armed service providers oh yeah that we yeah the individuals that we personally know and love and respect and also the boys and girls in blue that we personally know and respect yes that one neighbor that cole has and uh, yes the great guy ones that i know we we love and respect those ones (laughs) and our opinion about the other ones is our own. <laughs> yeah. and we'll, we'll, just, we'll just hold those a, a little a little bit closer to the vest. 
exactly. Yeah. Hey, Phil. Yes. Thanks for friendship. Yes. You're welcome for friendship. And this, I think, is going to be an insanely long episode. Not too long. Hour and a half. Didn't we start recording two hours ago? Oh my gosh, did I? Maybe not. Dude, if if this is two hours long, literally just chop it in the middle and just put to be continued. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do you have a game for us? (laughs) No. We can't listen. We can't play a game when it's just you and when it's I know, just that's true. you. That's that's then it's just then it then it's not a game. It's me teasing you. Hey, can you think of who this is? And you go <laughs> this, and I go no. no. Is it boutique? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> oh man, you have to be competing. Oh, should I give an update? Else. Should I give an update on my band? Yes. Holy so we crap. have I have two gigs. Okay, so we we're recording and honestly the recording was like not a good experience for me. I was I felt like I was going to have a panic attack the whole time cuz it's very clear that like my services are not needed on the vast majority of it, you know. And that the bassist would much rather sing everything. Um but then around the time we were recording, we set up these two gigs this summer. One of them is 4th of July. It's like a, you know, county fair or whatever. And that was the one where the, <laughs> where the bassist is like, so we do mostly originals and mix in a few covers. It's like, yeah, that's what people want to hear at the county fair. They want to hear the stupid local bands, original songs. Like it's r- craziness. So that one's all covers, but then they have, we have another gig in August but I'm out of town for that one. So I went to the last time we jammed and I was ready to say, Hey, you guys should do the 4th of July gig without me too. So you can get ready for that one in August. Cause I'm not going to be there. And they're like, no, you got to do the 4th of July one and whatever. So I'm going to do that but one. Dude, it's all covers. Yes. Which is great. Like it's going to be so fun. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. And then they're going to do the one in August. And then I'm just going to talk to the guitarist and say, Hey, I think, you know, think this has run its course i'd love to if you get any other gigs that are just covers and you want me to come sing with you i'd love to do it but i just don't have much to offer on the original stuff and i'm going to be very careful to frame it in such a way that i'm not saying like i'm not interested in the original music because i think it sucks and i don't like it more just like i don't really have a place and i don't really have anything to contribute you know yeah As Lizzo and Harry Styles say, the juice ain't worth the squeeze. Exactly. That is what he would say. They both say it. They say it together in unison sometimes on a stage together. Uh, in the song. I got to go look that up. Dude, song's so dope. I've just in seen the video. Versions. It was like it was like at a radio station or something where Harry Styles yeah, it's was. That, yes, it's the, and that radio station like does that all the time. Like yeah, they have bands it's like KEXP or whatever, but it's not KEXP. I think is it called like a version, like oh, the segment, so. yeah, where the band sense. comes in and covers, covers somebody else's song. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it is way good. So that's my latest, and that's it. And you're you that's have no say. plans to steal any of those band members to be in. 
Nights no. and Weekends Unlimited. <laughs> no, I mean, really, what it would be is if they want to do that type of gig, they can call me and I'd come jam with them a couple of times because covers are really easy to pull together if yes. you're not trying to like put your own spin on it, you know? No, yeah, just trying exactly. to play like the CD. Everyone just listens to the CD a bunch and plays it. Yeah, not like not like in a creepy way of like, like it's going to sound exactly like it, but like just yeah, do but it. just like that's that's what we're shooting for. Yeah, is like the same style and everything. So yeah, so that's totally. I'll leave it open ended in that way, but I just I never want to write another song with them, you know. Or you never want to sit there and watch them write it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like have him, he'll, he'll like randomly be like, a lot of bands have two lead singers. You know, this is, that's how we are. We have two lead singers and it's like, that's fine. But that shows that he feels insecure about it too, you know? Mm. And it's like, just be the lead singer. Like, that's obviously what you want to do. So he wants to be sting. Basically. Yeah. (sighs) Exactly. Yeah, let him be Sting, and then he can be Sting, you know. And you're if, if there of... wasn't like another lead guitarist too, that'd be great, you know. And heck, the keyboard player he wants to play guitar most of the time, anyways. So like, they even have a second guitarist they can use. So it's it's pretty crowded. Yeah, like he, yeah. like the keyboard player, I feel like has made it pretty clear that he is more interested in playing guitar than keyboard half the time. So mm-hmm. I feel like. If I, I would too, band, if I had to carry a keyboard, they will all be very relieved. I would much rather carry a guitar and amp and board than a keyboard. Yeah, exactly. Or not even an amp, right? Pedal board and a guitar, an amp well, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, dude. Yes. All right. Hey. We already said thanks for friendship. Phil. Thanks for friendship. Cole, thanks for friendship. Aaron, Aaron and the babies, wherever you are, thanks for friendships.